and welcome to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. It's a regular look at the latest updates from HubSpot and practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners. Since the release of ChatGPT last year, it feels as if we've not spoken about anything other than generative AI. The effect this technology is having on the world is great, and the role it will play in shaping the future is unfathomable. Nowhere is this point more salient than in the world of marketing, so who better to have a conversation with than Julia Pilkers, Senior EMEA Marketing Director at HubSpot and keynote speaker on AI and marketing. Is that a good enough intro, Julia? How are you? Sounds good. It sounds like you've, you've basically done my job here for me, and <laughs> Thanks thanks a lot. Doing well. I'm excited to be, uh, be on today's podcast, calling in live from rainy Amsterdam as always. Um, but yeah, happy to be here. Good stuff, now. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. It might might be useful, I, I guess, and I'm sure you get asked this uh, a lot. But just uh, to start by giving us a bit of background on on yourself. Yeah, of course. Happy to happy to do so. I always find this so difficult where to start. Um, maybe <laughs> the fact that I'm based out of Amsterdam, the Netherlands, uh, here together with my family, um, and I joined HubSpot about four months ago as the new uh, marketing leader for EMEA. Prior to that, I've been at multiple marketing roles, uh, leadership roles in tech. Um, but after being a HubSpot customer for so many, so many years, I thought it would be would be a good idea to see how things are done on the inside. So happy to be a part of HubSpot now um, since four months. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And uh, I think I heard actually on another podcast you were on that uh, you've got a, a bit of a hobby of traveling the world to uh, go and eat at nice restaurants. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, now I know why I shouldn't say those things because they, they'll always still come to haunt you. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is something that we've been doing for many years, me and my partner. So we we basically schedule every trip that we do around restaurants, which is very strange for many people that you speak to. Uh, but it's it's definitely a fun thing to do. You get into very interesting places around the world. And um, yeah, it is it is a fun fact, I guess. That sounds great to me. Good excuse. Yeah. Very good excuse. <laughs> um, it is indeed. Cool. So let's dive in, I guess, to, to AI. Um, probably worth maybe starting a little bit more broad. So uh, in your view, What's the kind of history, and 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 how do we how do we get to where we are with with AI at the moment, in your opinion? Yeah. Oh wow. That's a that's a big question. How do we get here? Uh, maybe to ask myself there was there ever a time before ChatGPT, right? It seems like forever ago. And to be honest, I still ask myself this question too on a on a daily basis. Um, look, before ChatGPT, there were several developments in the AI space that impacted marketing and specifically writing. And I think one notable technology was was obviously natural language processing, also known as NLP, which involves the ability of computers to understand, interpret, and, and generate human language. You can say that NLP actually laid the foundation, right, for various AI writing tools and programs. And I think that overall, the AI space before ChatGPT saw the emergence of various AI writing tools, but also language translation services, chatbots, uh, virtual assistants, sentiment analysis platforms, all of which really aim to streamline marketing processes and enhance customer experiences, really. Yeah. So, okay. So if that's the history and that sort of takes us up to, to this year, I guess, and it's been, uh, I can only say an incredible year for AI, I think. Oh, yeah. What, what's really changed in the industry for you? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and a question that I get asked a lot, of course, as well. It has been a year for AI, to say the least. In all honesty, 
look, I think the main reason why why ChatGPT and AI has changed the industry so much is simply because of the accessibility component, right? I think mm. everyone nowadays is able to use it, and that's why it's been adopted so quickly as well. We all know this stat by heart by now, but remember it took the internet four years to get to 100 million users and it took ChatGPT only two months to get to the same number of users. And that's just incredible if you think about it. So what's changed in the industry? Look, generative AI is quickly disrupting the way we work, the way we consume and the way we interact with one another. Whether it's viral images from the pulp in a puffer jacket to daily headlines of of ChatGPT, right? AI has really captured the world's imagination and attention. And next to that, it has become the topic of conversation in boardrooms and at breakfast tables. And I believe that's for a good reason, right? If you look at marketers in small and medium-sized businesses, AI levels the playing field to compete like never before. Large companies once dominated simply because they have massive budgets and and big teams. Um, And that's no longer the case because AI actually proves that the size of your marketing team's brain matters way more than the wallet to attract customers. Uh, in fact, I think that today AI can actually help a marketing team of, say, a one to thousand employees go to market with nearly the same sophistication as teams who have tens of thousands of employees and at a fraction of, of the cost as well. So I think that's why, honestly, in the future, um, we will have more winners across many more sectors. Um, but I do believe that we'll have winners only if we see marketers jump on the train right now. Uh, they will actually be successful uh, the most. Yeah. So, so uh, I mean... I guess we're talking more broadly there, aren't we, about sort of ChatGPT and other, uh, other other systems and tools. But HubSpot has really been making a lot of use out of that code base. Um, where are we at in terms of AI enhancement on HubSpot? And I, I guess why don't we start with marketing uh, and then maybe we'll t- touch on the other areas. But uh, yeah, where are we with, with kind of AI HubSpot in the marketing area? Yeah, that's a great question. So similar to ChatGPT, uh, ChatSpot AI is HubSpot's AI-powered LLM assistant, which is designed for businesses, right? So what ChatSpot really does is that it provides unique responses based on real-time data from company research to keyword rankings, and it does so all under the same roof. And what is important to say is that ChatSpot was designed with sellers and marketers in mind. So it generates personalized responses in an intuitive way to take needed action, right? Now, what is great about ChatSpot is that it powers your HubSpot CRM with generative AI technology to increase productivity and get deeper insights that will help you ultimately grow your your company better. Aside from that, one thing, obviously, from a marketing perspective, uh, what might be nice to add as well is some of the favorite features for me are First and foremost, the ability to to generate blog content with AI, right? You can now easily add in your prompt, select the country you're trying to target, and then using SEMrush data, you'll be able to find the best SEO-optimized blog titles to use. It creates an SEO-optimized outline for you, and when you agree with that outline, it just generates a blog post for you. And that's incredible. If you think about it years ago, you know, like last year, how we were working (laughs) compared to now, it's just such a massive difference also in productivity, and that's amazing. Um, Next to that, the other one that I think is super valuable is uh, HubSpot's AI assistant for websites, where you can let AI simply build a website for you. Um, You add in the description about your business, you indicate the goals of your website, you then select the style that you would like the website to be built in. Um, And it's not only creating the landing pages for you, it also creates a full CMS that's connected to HubSpot, where all your content can live. And that's just mind blowing if you think about it. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. So we've got we've got our marketeers covered. 
what about our other users? What about um, sales users, service users? What are the kind of AI tools on HubSpot for those guys? Yeah, for sure. Uh, sales and service people, we've got you covered. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so for sales, uh, one to highlight for sure, which is uh, an interesting one, is HubSpot's AI system for reporting. This is really where you can create insightful reports with just a click of a button. You can basically add in your question or your prompt and HubSpot's AI assistant will create the report for you. For example, if you're looking to see who created most deals last quarter, remember you had to go in back in the day and you know build your own report from scratch. Now, just by adding in a question, it will show you the report with the details that you'd like to see. And in fact, you don't even have to go in and change it. You just change your question or your prompt. Uh, which I think is is incredible. Now, on top of that, you can also easily generate descriptions for your report. So for everyone who likes a bit of structure and overview, uh, that's definitely helpful too. Now, the other amazing feature, obviously, is um, sales for sales is, is writing um, a, a writing emails using AI. Uh, so HubSpot's AI assistant can write emails for your sales team. Simply by following a couple of prompts, you'll be able to create the right email um, for you, which is it could be an introduction email. It could be a cold outreach or a follow-up email. So those are, I think, two very important uh, things to, to call out for, for our salespeople here. Now, the other thing from a customer service perspective is really, you know, using HubSpot's AI assistant, service teams are able to easily follow up on conversations with customers by generating responses with just a couple of words. You can summarize the conversations that you've held with customers in the past weeks or months. You can add this to your reply. You can easily expand on it or shorten your answer. And that saves a lot of time for our customer service people as well. Yeah, so I mean, look, for me, it's, it's a big part of what we do with clients. It's all about getting you guys focused on what they're good at, right, and making them more efficient. For and sure. Those tools are just supporting them to do that. Yes. So, so uh, we, I guess that, that's very HubSpot related. Outside of HubSpot, I mean, are there any uh, kind of tools or use cases that you're seeing at the moment that are really making a difference for, for marketing teams or? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, there are a lot of tools out there, right? <laughs> that's just like. It's if you think about the average job of a marketer, especially if marketers working working in region, you're already doing so much at the same time, and then you need to keep track of all of the tools that are out there. But for sure, there are a lot of great tools, and and more are coming uh, each week, right? And I think for me personally, the most interesting tools are still the ones that help me with content creation, uh, but also for for optimization. You know, from creating suggested topics, uh, relevant keywords. The ability to optimize existing content or creating fully automated content, this helps my team and marketers save a lot of time. Um, I just think it's important to note that, you know, ultimately, I think the winners will be those who use the tools, but make it their own. Make it your own creation as opposed to those who just end up copy and pasting and creating more of the same because we don't need that. We need more specific creator content out there. And then, yeah, so, so that's a big one. I think the other one that I would call out, and that's primarily because of, you know, my role as, as um, an EMEA uh, marketing leader and, and the fact that I oversee a lot of countries and those countries have a, a lot of regional nuances of which language is a big one, um, is I tested a tool the other day and it basically allowed for me to translate my videos uh, to other languages, right? So I was speaking at an event in Germany and I thought it would be fun to have my video uh, there in German. So I made an introduction video. I, you know, added it to the tool and here comes a, a fully German speaking Julia. Um, it was a shame because the, the quality was, was not there yet, but I, you know, I do think that this really, really um, shows 
what we are going to be capable of doing in the future when it comes to going to market, right? If these tools and if the quality improves, we'll be able to go to market with speed uh, that is, you know, we've never like we've never seen before, and I'm I'm very excited about that as well. Yeah, I mean that's been a massive challenge for a number of our clients, the, the kind of language issue in particular. So, yeah, if we get a tool that that kind of solves that problem in a really robust way, uh, that's going to be incredibly successful. I would have thought. Um, why don't we step away from AI for a second uh, while we've got you? Um, Are we gonna, already? We've yeah. just started. <laughs> well, you could talk for hours and hours and hours, I think, couldn't you? But, uh, yeah. you know, I think keen to keep it kind of really focused. But, um, yeah, look, while, while we've got you, there's obviously been, uh, you know, tons of, of updates recently from HubSpot on marketing. Um, I guess some maybe driven by the kind of AI stuff. But, um, yeah, what, whilst I've got you, could you give me, like, maybe just a quick update on, on some of the more recent um, progressions in HubSpot? Yeah, for sure. There have been a lot of updates indeed. So, um, you know, let, let me just let me just pick like the things that I find most important right now to share. Um, and, and I'd like to start off with, um, you know, from a CTA perspective, one of the things that we did is we built embedded and pop up CTAs that capture your visitors attention and then guide them toward conversion points on your website. So customers can now actually use the drag and drop editor to create CTAs that look and feel like they are part of your web page. And what is important to mention is you can also personalize the target audience to reach the right customer with the right message, tracking visitor actions across multiple pages. And I think that this is a huge win for marketers as they can now create different types of engaging CTAs for their pages, right? Such as, think about it, pop-ups, slide-ins, embeddable buttons, uh, banners, uh, and that all in one app. without the help of a developer or a designer, really. So thanks to the new drag and drop editor, you get full flexibility to create and style your CTAs exactly the way you want it, ensuring that they are consistent with the brand, with the website, um, and with the, with the guidelines. So I think that is just a, a massive win. Um, and then if you're looking for some inspiration there, we offer a wide range of templates to help everyone get started. So definitely have a look at that. Um, then next to that, I think the other update worth mentioning is same object association. So um, same object associations is basically a multi-phase upgrade to the smart CRM that will help our customers better reflect their business model and relationships in HubSpot. Now with this update, the smart CRM is a better fit for new industries and companies with complex business models. And more specifically so, the work in this project will allow customers to associate records of the same object type. For example, a contact to another contract, which is great. Yeah, it's been um, massive then, for us in financial yeah. services, having family yeah. relationships and, uh, and couples in particular with wealth management firms or asset management firms is massive. So that's been uh, been a been a big important one for us. That's great. Yeah, we th- th- we hear a lot of positive feedback there. So happy happy to hear that from you as well. <laughs> uh, and then I think finally um, we also added a new leads object in the prospecting yeah. workspace. Um, which is massive, and it aims to make prospecting flow for SDRs and BDRs a lot more streamlined than before. So basically, once the object is set up, you'll also find it on the contact or the company record. You can essentially create leads from contacts or companies, just like you can create tasks from contacts or companies, right? So the lead object empowers users to easily keep track of their leads, uh, at what stage they sit in, And it also automates the movement from one stage to another based on the action. So for example, when a contact is called or emailed, um, they'll move to attempted. And then once responses, they're put in connected. And if they're qualified by the rep, uh, a deal creation menu will appear, making handoffs faster and easier. 
and then obviously all of this can be configured right to, to everyone's liking um, but but definitely a huge win now the final thing to call out is is important as well is that it is fully integrated with lifecycle stages so you can have hubspot auto create leads and once they hit a certain lifecycle stage like for example mql um that is important and then i do have to say like it is meant to be a more robust version of lead status property enabling users to report on on stage changes and see historical data etc yeah it's been, again been massive for us um the prospecting workspace but also lead objects has already been massive for us with clients that we're working with who are heavy on sales usage so yeah it's been another another big win um right. look we're, we're uh been delighted to have you on today and i know how busy you are so um we will wrap up but uh just let's let's go for maybe your top three sort of favorite ai tools or favorite uses for, for ai at the moment yeah okay wow uh, this is a great question. There's, there, you know, there's a lot of, as I mentioned, there are a lot of things that I, I really particularly like. Um, but being a longtime customer of HubSpot as well, prior to joining the company, um, I, I'm just overly excited to see all the features available. Personally, I really like the, the blog and website generator option, um, as well as the reporting functionality for sales. I mean, from a, you know, from a blog and website generation perspective, we all remember the days that we were you know, working in teams, brainstorming about campaigns, around titles, page descriptions, maybe even CTAs. And the fact that this can just be generated for you within seconds is incredible. And it saves us all so much time. And what it allows for us to do is, you know, it, it allows for us to be creative marketeers again, right? We are, we get to go back to the drawing board because our time is not going to, you know, to building this out. Um, it is actually going to working in teams and thinking about our plans for next year, um, which is great. So a lot of efficiency gain there, which I definitely like. And then next to that, the reporting component, you know, I've been working with sales teams uh, throughout my career. And I know for a fact that this will make the jobs of many marketing and sales leaders so much easier. The fact that you can easily create reports with a single prompt and it shows you the data that you want is is an incredible win uh, and again an efficiency gain as well so very happy to see uh, those three uh, come together yeah i think for, for me that's that's what this is all about it's about getting talented individuals back to what they're good at creativity strategy getting the answers you need spending time on uh, on on strategy rather than kind of doing the doing isn't it so exactly. well Appreciate it, Julia. I will let you get back to the day job, but it's been wonderful to have you on. Super Thank insightful. You. I think, you know, we're obviously at a really interesting crossroads here with this technology, and I can't wait to see what else HubSpot does in the near future to harness these new kind of capabilities. But look, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, we'll speak soon. You've been listening to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. If you enjoyed this episode with Julia, then please give it a share and give us a follow on your preferred listening platform. It really does help us out. If you're new to the show, there's 46 other episodes for you to get your teeth into wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.